0: Alleluia! Hallelujah! The Spirit of the truth will testify to me says the Lord and the Lord will also testify. Hallelujah! Alleluia, Alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to the twelve, Fear no one. Nothing is concealed that will not be revealed, nor secret that will not be known. What I say to you in the darkness, speak in the light. What you hear whispered, proclaim on the housetops. And do not be afraid of those who kill the body, but cannot kill the soul. Rather be afraid of the one who can destroy both soul and body in Gehenna. Are not two sparrows sold for a small coin? Yet not one of them falls to the ground without your father's knowledge. Even all the hairs of your head are counted. So do not be afraid. You are worth more than the sparrows. Everyone who acknowledges me before others, I will acknowledge before my Heavenly Father. But whoever denies me before others, I will deny before my Heavenly Father. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Sparrows, as you probably know, are a dime a dozen. Uh, In comparison to the other great birds we find in nature, they don't amount to much. I mean, there's the beautiful eagle that soars to great heights and rides drifts of warm air without flapping its wings and then dives into the small river to catch a nice, little, fresh, beautiful trout. That's very amazing. Or you get those little um, starlings that gather in the evening just before dusk and they form, thousands and thousands of them, but big clouds that, that swim through the air, making all kinds of geometric formations, this beautiful cloud of birds. How do they do that? We stand in awe, even of starlings. And then, of course, there's those parrots that fly around Cuenca, make a lot of noise, but the green of their feathers is something to be just amazed at. That is as green as green gets. And then you have gray, little, small, humble sparrows. They're everywhere. They're a dime a dozen, these little guys. You know, they're up in Spokane, we have sparrows. They had them in Belgium where I live. They have them down here in Cuenca. They're all pretty much the same. They're gray, a little bit of brown maybe. They're small. They don't do much except flip from branch to branch and peck at some kinds of, of, you know, little bugs or something at the the ground, and that's about it. (laughs) Sparrows don't amount to much. Nobody's in awe of sparrows. There are a dime a dozen. So isn't it curious that when Jesus decides it's time to give his disciples a pep talk you know, he says, we're at the halftime intermission here, so come on into the locker room. I've got something to say to you. I want to motivate you. I want to push this game a little bit further, a little bit higher. I need you to really, really get in on this. <coughs> what is the image he uses? He doesn't tell his team, you know, I want you to fly like eagles. Eagles. No, he doesn't tell his team, you know, I, I want you to work as a, one unit like those starlings in the sky. One unit out of all of you. Go do it. I, I want the, the message proclaimed with enthusiasm and with joy and with grace. That's what I want. And what's the image he uses? Eagles, starlings, parrots. No, lions even. <laughs> Jesus Goes for the humble sparrow. What? (laughs) That seems like the most unlikely, the most unlikely of animals or birds or whatever to use to motivate his disciples to up their game for the second half. But there it is, black and white. Jesus says to his disciples, do you not know that even a couple of sparrows, which are worth practically nothing, you know, you can buy them for a penny if you need to buy them, that that these sparrows, small as they are, humble as they are, unnoticed even as they are, if even one falls to the ground, the Father knows it and loves it and embraces that sparrow. So if the Father can know and love and embrace a small little sparrow as it falls to the ground, so much so for you. Now to appreciate what Jesus is doing here, we kind of have to go back a few centuries. Well, actually a couple millennia. You have to go back to the opening page of the scriptures themselves, to the book of Genesis, chapter one. You have to go back, Jesus is saying, in a sense, to his disciples, to the foundations. You know, we get caught up sometimes in, in, in the, the questions of the day, and we get caught up on the laws, and we get caught up on how we're supposed to do this, and what kind of techniques we might use, and all this stuff. Come back to the foundation of everything. And what is that foundation? By using the image of the sparrow, Jesus lets us know the foundation is the creation of everything by a loving and creative and masterful God. The God, when he created this universe of ours, from the stars above to the dirt under our feet, to the animals that that, that live in the desert, to the animals that live in the jungle, to the birds that fly high and the birds that hardly fly at all, God created each one of them in all of their details with love. God knows everything he created, and not just the animal itself, not just the bird, but every detail of that bird came out of his divine imagination, and he loves it, he delights in it. The feather of that green parrot, God said, wow, I'm going to make this so green, everybody will say, that's the greenest green I have ever seen. I'm going to make the head on that eagle so white that when you're looking out up in the sky, you can tell that that's a master of the sky. I'm, I'm going to take every little gene and every little cell of skin and I'm going to, that little beak and that little eye and that, that talon on the eagle and... All thats is, I'm going to make it special and beautiful and filled with my fingerprints. They're going to be all over it. And most of all, every quark and quirk of every animal that is and every plant that is and every star that is and every cell that is is mine. I love him. I love him. I love them to death. I know them because I created them. I designed them. I'm the artisan that put it all together. This universe, this world, this earth, this bird, even this little humble sparrow is mine. Not in a selfish way. It's mine because I love that I created it into being. I blew my breath into it. It has my fingerprints all over it. And I will care for it. And I will support it. And even if that humble little sparrow falls to the ground, I will be there to catch it. Because I'm its creator, its mother, its father. I love it to death. So if this is who our God is, Jesus is saying, for the sparrow, for the eagle, for the parrots, for the starlings, for the lions and the tigers and the bears, so much more is this God, our creator, our designer, our father and mother, with his or her fingerprints all over us. Do you not understand, Jesus says to his disciples in this halftime talk, that this same God who knows every feather on every sparrow also knows every hair on the top of your head if you still got hair up there. I do. <laughs> the point is God also knows us inside and out, every quark and every quirk, every cell and every gene, every eyeball and every hair. And he loves us because he made us, he created us, he formed us, he designed us, not just as a bunch, but also as individuals. God knows the fingertip of my hand God knows what's inside my heart. God knows me inside and out. And even with all of my faults and my imperfections, God nevertheless loves me even more than he loves the sparrow that falls from the tree. Which means God is there for us. God is here with us. God loves us no matter what. And that's the foundation of everything. And Jesus says, that's what makes us free. That's what allows us to be free of fear. We don't have to worry about those who persecute us. God's got us. We don't have to worry about injustice that comes down upon our heads. God's got us. We don't have to worry. If if even death itself is approaching, God's got us in his hands. And therefore, you are free to fly. You are free to be free of fear. You are free then to love as God has loved you. That's Jesus' point. Once you understand that God is your creator, as your designer, as your great love, once you understand that, then fear has no more place in your life then you can fly free in the face of injustice because you know god has you in his hands then you can fly free in the face of war and hatred persecution because you know god's love is everlasting then you can look the grave straight on and not be afraid because you know the God who created you and the sparrows and the eagles and everything else that is raises us up in the end. That's the foundation, Jesus says, For being free to proclaim the kingdom of God, for being free to love as I love, to be free to give of yourself, even to the point of death, as I shall do for you. God so loved the world, we are told in the scriptures, that He gave us His own Son, flesh and blood like ourselves, to show us how to love, to show us how to live, and even to show us how to die. But most of all, God gave us his own son, flesh, and blood so that we would know what love is and how to live it and that our God is always near us, that God loves us, God designed us, God attends to us, and it is God who makes us free.